Welcome to the Fright of Your Life podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Riley, and we're here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time. As determined by the Bravo TV network in the year 2004. And today, the movie with the 34th scariest movie moment of all time is The Hitcher from 1986, directed by Robert Harmon. I don't know about that. (laughs) It's like, it's a scary movie. Yeah. I was scared. That's true. After Aliens, though, you know? I don't know if I was more scared than other things. I mean, we'll get into it. It's funny because I remember while watching this being like, oh, I think I figured out what it could be. I have one candidate that's going to drive, if it's true, I'm going to be annoyed. And then I have another candidate that I forgot about. So we'll see if my notes help. Ooh, fun. Um, Okay, tell me if the same thing happened for you, but the movie began for me in like the tiniest aspect ratio. Yes, weird, like little like widescreen, wacky, and all of a sudden it was just fine. Why was it so small? I could not tell you. Yeah, we had to download Trials of Cinemax for this. Yes, that I need to put a calendar reminder to cancel my free trial. I also now because of the Heathers musical, we'll always just have the association of Cinemax with porn, which like literally me too i was like isn't cinemax for porn (laughs) i'm like maybe at some point but now it has movies on there (laughs) it has movie it sure at least has one movie can definitely say that for true um okay so the movie begins (laughs) and we meet jim halsey who is our protagonist he's like a 20 something man he looks 16 to me yeah i just assumed he was like no he's college graduate i don't know what he is no you're totally right uh, he just looks so temporary but he's cruising down the highway and he's very sleepy which you should never drive tired driving tired is like as bad as driving drunk or worse because i i forget who said this i just heard someone recently say like because driving drunk like your reflex and this is not like me advocating for driving (laughs) drunk (laughs) don't do either is what i'm saying but like driving drunk your reflexes are slowed but if you're driving while you're asleep you got no you you are asleep asleep. driving (laughs) you have no reflexes so don't do it is what i'm saying anyway no, I'm like, this is also like specifically something I'm afraid of because I don't really drive long distances. And then the one time I did was after senior ball and I like made very sure I like slept like a good long amount. I like ate food. I was not hungover, Like I was okay. But because like the nature of driving home from wherever we were was just like fucking like an hour on a highway. I like, I think it's like an ADD thing. Like I just kind of started to zone out and like kind of knock out. And it was very fucking scary. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's when you pull over. And he does yeah. pull over, but he also does something else you shouldn't do. Yeah. He like not only takes in a hitchhiker, he takes in like the scariest looking hitchhiker in the fucking world. But yeah, this man looks like he climbed out of the ocean. <laughs> yeah and like granted it is raining but he looks yeah. wetter than he needs to be yeah, it looks like he's been standing there for like three hours and it doesn't seem like it's been raining the whole time and this is a man we know by the name of john Ryder. who knows if that's his name also hysterical that his name is Ryder. that is really funny like but he's played by rutger hauer who just has a very intimidating presence to him yeah he really does just so that's in my notes i'm like if the lead character was a woman this movie would be over in five minutes because she would not pick him up no she really wouldn't like that is such a man thing that's such a specifically white man thing to do to be like i'm sleepy so let me pull over this hitchhiker to keep me company you know yeah he's like my mother told me never to do this it's like shut up you should have listened to her and he gets in and he's like i'm jim halsey like way to give your full government name to that man and like the thing about this movie is that it begins immediately. Yes! Like, I kept saying, I, I feel like I'm in the middle of the goddamn movie. I thought for like at least a little bit, Ryder would try to be normal or like try yeah, to be nice, but not even for a single instant. Because they get in the car, or he gets in the car rather, and they pull back on the highway. There's like a VW bug like pulled over haphazardly on the side of the road. And Jim's like slowing down to like see what's going on. Ryder grabs his thigh and like pushes his foot down onto the accelerator and makes them zoom by the car i wrote in my notes like to be like silly 
um i was like haha this is gay because they're just staring at each other a lot and like not answering questions and whatever and then immediately as i was writing that he grabbed his thigh and i said what it's because that's like an intimate part of your body to yeah, be don't touch on. that man's thigh stop it you're strangers he did not say yes <laughs> and jim's like why did you do that or what are you doing or something and Ryder answers scaring you like i want to scare you literally oh. <laughs> it's like okay well we're in it now yep we're in it now i just also can't get over him being like i'm jim halsey what's your name and he goes john rider like he was like what am i doing right it's it's literally <laughs> riding it's like, i don't know what it's from but it's like oh it's i think it's from the office he's like i'm going to the dentist and he's like what's your dentist name and he goes crentist like it's that <laughs> yeah it's like oh you're jim i'm john riding in a car john I mean, passenger <laughs> literally he's also there's like no point to this but he's just like sneezing a lot and it makes me really uncomfortable <laughs> it makes him less intimidating because he's like Achoo! like he's the cutest little sneeze i'm like what are we doing i don't know why but that made him scary to me i'm like why are you sneezing so I much i'm like stop that <laughs> <laughs> so he's like after he like does like thigh grab speed whatever and he's like i'm scary jim is like okay rides over get out and i was like that's my uber driver when i rip ass in the back seat <laughs> rides over rides over get out i don't rip ass in the back seat i promise <laughs> when he said rides over i wrote i highly doubt that yeah yeah and you would be right because he's like i'm not getting out of the car actually because we are like five minutes into the movie also literally also like and they shoot from inside the car you see it and like the windshield is like completely blurred over with water i'm like stop driving the ride is over you're gonna die <laughs> do you have windshield wipers do you he, know like, how to the, use them you cannot see out the front it's crazy it's really a dangerous situation in many areas it really is and i don't know like excuse me if john Ryder like opens the door a little bit to get out and then is like actually teehee no i'm not or if jim like reaches over but there's a little light and it's like the door is ajar which like, i've never seen in my life like a light that says the words door ajar i only know about this slightly my uncle they is turkish and he um I don't know if this was like a conversation he had with my dad or like what, but he was like, I don't like, there's something really weird with my car. It keeps saying the door is ajar. And like, I don't get it <laughs> because like, why would you learn the word ajar as like right. English as a second language? It's not a useful word. Why is there a word for something being slightly open? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I was like, well, ajar is like at least short. Open is the same number of letters. Yep. Door open. What the fuck? Yeah. The door is open. The door is ajar. He's like, I feel like I'm being pranked. And my dad was like, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you are. It's like, because English is fucking stupid. Yeah, that is the prank. <laughs> Language is dumb. <laughs> okay, so Ryder says to Jim, like, I'm going to sit here and you're going to drive. Which, like, it's immediately giving me vibes of, like, duel. Yes. Just someone fucking with you for, like, no yep. good reason. Yep. And it's, like, so scary. Because it's when... There's a villain who's like that, who has like no real motive. It makes them yeah. so scary. Cause like there is nothing that will make them stop. They just want to fuck with you. Literally. <laughs> That's so it. frightening. I hate that. Well, it's literally cause um, he's like trying to take Jim to a gas station or whatever, just like take him to a secondary location. And again, Jim's like, well, what do you want? And Ryder's just laughing. And he's like laughing in a way that Jim kind of starts to laugh with him. Yes. He's like, what's funny? And Ryder says, that's what the other guy said. Oh, please stop. <sighs> I'm scared like talking about it. I hate it. No, it's awful. And he's I was like, okay, the Riddler, he's like at the gas station, there's cigarettes, but I don't need gas. Who am I? Like, <laughs> yes. stop it. Enough. He's like, yeah, that other guy who picked me up, he was driving that car back there that I made us zoom by. And furthermore, I cut off his legs and his arms and his head, and I'm going to do the same to you. Nine minutes, nine minutes into literally, the movie, he says literally. That. What are like, we going to do the rest of the time, guys? Exactly. I was <laughs> like, I feel like there's no tension. It's just like, oh, this man's going to die. And like, I thought he was cute because he was like, my mom told me not to pick up hitchhikers. And I was like, yeah. oh, that was adorable. And then it was like, well, okay. I'm not attached to him anymore. I know he's going to fucking die. <laughs> nine minutes in, I'm going to kill you slowly and horribly. Yeah. And then like immediately after that, they like encounter a traffic cop who's holding up a stop sign. And I was like, that's me. That's me right there. Stop. Stop. <laughs> but the guy's just like, where are you uh, from Illinois? And then uh, you got a cigarette. My wife's from like Bloomfield. And, <laughs> you know, 
and and then like I, like john is like answering questions for jim and like kind of leaning over him and being like well answer the man and the guy's kind of like okay gay lords <laughs> <laughs> because importantly Ryder does have like a knife that he shows jim and he's like if you say yeah, anything yeah, yeah, if you yeah. ask for help which like i'm sure you could assume but i feel like it's important yeah, yeah. no that's a really good point and it's like pressed into his thigh so again yeah. we got like kind of a thigh grab going on he's a thigh man he is a thigh man I realized before they pulled up to the cop, he's also like, I have a knife and I'm pointing it right at your eye. And I said, I don't care about your eyeball threats. <laughs> I care a lot. <laughs> That's so fair. I probably should have. That was like, I realized I should have just been engaged, but it was like, you didn't give me enough time to care about the little guy driving the car. So I was just sort of like, okay. That's a really good point. He's he just has immediately no personality in danger. Except being about to get murdered. His only personality is willing to pick up a hitchhiker. And I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah. And like wanting to go to California. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's lovely. I've been there. It is lovely. That's like, a three day drive, though. Like you got to pull over and sleep. Yeah, you idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> what was your plan to just drive the whole time? Literally, it's nuts. It's nighttime. You can go to bed. You can find a motel. Like, what are we doing? I know. I God. Hubris. But so they, they drive away from the cop because the cop's like, you guys are gay. And they're like, okay, bye. <laughs> I think Ryder like blows him a little kiss. Probably. He's scary. <laughs> he is scary. Um, And so Jim, who's driving, is like, what the fuck? What do you want? Why are you doing this? And he's like, I want you to stop me. And That's like, so you? scary. That's terrifying. To me, that was the scariest thing he could have said what do you want i because it's again that thing of like he just wants to fuck with you he just wants yeah. to see what you'll do yes and no, like exactly why? it's, it's at, very hannibal lecter of just like such great cost it's yeah it's a lot it's oh it's so much <laughs> and then and then he's like okay like what do you want me to do i'll do like i'll do whatever like what can i do to stop you and he's like say four words and i was like okay potato classroom <laughs> verb alimony let's move on we did it <laughs> <laughs> four words done but he has a specific four words that he wants jim to say and those four words are i want to die um normally i'm like yeah so say it but when someone's pointing a knife at your face you kind of feel a little scared to say that you know yeah jim's like i don't know if i should like i don't think i can say that when you're holding a knife to my throat because that's the thing about like Ryder, like he seems to be very into games and riddles and puzzles and whatever <laughs> yeah, exactly. so it's like he's like is this a test like i don't know and like he has to very quickly weigh like am i gonna say the thing he wants me to say or if i say the thing he's telling me he wants me to say is he gonna end up killing me like it's a very like it's so like swiftly they like let you know what kind of guy rioter is yeah where like this moment is very stressful and like yes. you wouldn't just immediately do what he wants you to do you know no exactly because it's like oh you want to die okay you know exactly because he's like well you want he wants him to stop him and like asking to die isn't really stop it's like very complex yeah yeah but i have another four words for you the door is ajar bitch it is that's and like in a stroke of genius you know jim just like kicks Ryder out of the car into the road he like rolls behind the car slams the door shut and drives away and i'm like genuinely how can this go wrong like how is he yes. not how do you not just get out of it right Boom, now done okay lady Bird, literally we're finished he stopped Movie him over. he stopped yeah. him he did it he did what you wanted him to do movie's done literally you got outsmarted sorry but there's like an hour and a half left so yeah and you're like oh god <laughs> that's like that's when i was filled with a lot of dread because i'm like yeah because when i watch movies like this a lot i'm like well what would i do and it's like if i had kicked him out of the car if he was lying in the road yeah. i'd be like i'm done i did it exactly and it's like in duel where it's like how what the fuck else crazy shit is about to happen right, right now because there's so and much the movie so left. much so much i will say that we get this little nice moment of jim going fuck you buddy and it's great it's so triumphant 20 minutes into the movie you <laughs> yeah. know you're like okay and like we see Ryder like smiling while he's Ugh. laying in the street I'm like you fucking freak <laughs> dude <laughs> literally we also get um a really pretty shot of the sunrise though it is so pretty also the score is really fun and like funky it only really comes in like this like once or twice but it's like very 80s it's like do 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 it's so lit <laughs> this movie's like beautiful it's shot yeah. like so stunningly it is super pretty it was also um director 
Robert Harmon's first movie. It was his directorial oh debut. And I what is like it with men so making pretty. scary driving movies? I know. They're like, first thing they think of, car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex, I'm just a girl. I don't know. Oh, my God. So he's driving and you're like, everything's great. The sun is up. He's not falling asleep anymore. He's so happy to be alive. He is. He's thrilled. He's like goofing off with all the cars that pass him, like doing elaborate bits with the other drivers <laughs> and their children. Yeah. Like they're like these kids and they're pointing like realistic machine gun toys at him. I would like that at stressful all. For I me. wouldn't yeah. like that. He's like, pew, pew. I'm like, enough, enough. Stop it. He's had a tough night. <laughs> Yeah, but he's vibing. And then, yeah. like, one of the children raises up a little teddy bear, and the teddy bear's waving at him, and you're like, that's so cute. And then the teddy bear goes down, and it's John Ryder riding in a fucking car with babies. Is he really? Is he really there? Like, how can no, this be? not for a fucking second. Are you I was joking? gobsmacked. And so, of course, and it's like this thing where it's like, I'm going to hurt you by hurting somebody else. Yeah, he's like touching the kids. He's like kissing yeah, he the girl's her face. On the head. Weird. That's when I was like, "This can't be real. This can't really be happening." Literally, but it's it's real. But yeah, it except that it is. <laughs> Jim like speeds up and pulls out of the lane and like drives over the double yellow lines to get next to the car, and he's like, <laughs> and he's going like, "That guy's a nut." <laughs> like say that guy killed a man you know right. what i mean and it's like so tough too because like if you were driving your car with like your spouse and your small children in the back seat and a man like pulls into the opposite lane of yeah. traffic to scream at you to roll your window down you're not gonna do it <laughs> no not for and a they second. don't and they don't they're like ah okay and they also can't hear him anyway because it's they're so on the loud highway. yeah so um you might think hmm where can we go from here and where we can go from here is that you can realize jim is driving head on towards a bus <laughs> like with his head fully turned to the side to yell at the other car like not even considering that oncoming traffic could be occurring not for a second he's a hero riley he's a hero um no but you know you, you like you you have to understand why he does it it's kind of like oh yeah that absolutely makes sense. yeah he's distracted but also, I think he does establish this. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But he's like, this is a drive away, which basically means he picked the car up from somebody and he's driving it to the person who's going to own it in California. He really has to get to California. We learn yeah. that later. We do not know why. Yeah, I'm like, what's going to happen if you're a day late? You know, what's going to happen? He's like, I called the place over and over until they had a one that was going to California. I'm like, what? Why though? Are you a musician? Are you an actor? Do you know somebody yeah. there that you can crash on their couch? Like, what? Explain. What's your deal? But hilariously, he crashes into the bus and like breaks a headlight. And I'm like, well, you just fucked up, didn't you? <laughs> so much happens to this car. Oh my god. <laughs> so very much happens so very much so i was a little confused by the timeline here i guess he like takes a minute after almost hitting the bus to like regroup and get himself together he probably throws up he throws up a lot i feel like <laughs> he continues driving and the car with the boat is pulled over on the side of the road again haphazardly which can't be good and it's not yeah there's like drippy drippy blood and we can only imagine what's in there and then he throws up again there's a lot of body fluids <laughs> like he throws up several times which like honestly like fair i get yeah, it truly i almost threw up today because i had a stressful day at work i got home and was it nauseous happens. it happens i didn't see several dead bodies you know yeah and like it would almost be that thing of like what's what your brain does is scarier than what's there but it was like i just like couldn't it was like yeah you know, like my, I was just like, I'm good. That's okay. We all yeah. know. We we get it. <laughs> my notes say, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, because he like throws up and then he drives a little bit or he doesn't. And then he runs into like some <laughs> abandoned, like I, this part felt like I was having a fever dream. Yeah. Somehow he like ends up in like an abandoned building. I, oh yeah. And then like Ryder, what the fuck is this? Ryder just appears in the abandoned building. Like, is yeah. he? a figment is he a spirit uh, i couldn't tell you <laughs> is he an apparition because he just appears i swear to god and he like takes his keys and yeah. he's like nee, 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 i got your keys and then he drops them and i was like oh throwing down the key gauntlet but then he leaves so i don't know what that was about <laughs> yeah like Ryder just like hitchhikes in another car everyone is so willing to pick this man up yeah literally people Exhausting. love giving him rides 
it was a different time it's those beautiful blue eyes riley it's those beautiful blue eyes but then this is when i was like i don't know if i was jim maybe i would start driving in a different direction yeah why are they always driving the same direction maybe i would stop going to san diego where you told this man you were going like just go somewhere (laughs) else like i know this job is important to you but is it worth your life truly is this his car whose car is this that's the thing like it can't be his car right it's somebody else's car it's the san diego man's car well whosever car it is they're a white Sox fan because their license plate says like <laughs> socks something oh my god and that made me happy <laughs> okay yeah so he's driving in his white Sox car and somehow Ryder has gotten behind him and is like bumper carring like hitting the back of his car with it's his dual truck again. it's literally dual i literally wrote this is dual but weird <laughs> it's dual in so many senses like also in the way of like what can you do yeah literally how can you get out of this situation and let me tell you some of the choices that jim makes to solve that problem batshit crazy oh my god so he arrives at like what appears to be maybe an abandoned gas station and um how has he come across no people like where literally (laughs) that's why i i I literally wrote literally where is he that is in my notes how have you not happened across another person where you can be like hey this guy's trying to kill me and he's killed several already and he's telling me all about it all the time um my next note says peekaboo would you like to enlighten the people on to as to what that means (laughs) It is a very severe peekaboo in the sense that, like, Jim's just kind of farting around at the gas station. (laughs) And then then Ryder, I don't know how he got inside the garage, but Ryder careens through the garage door and just drives straight at him, straight into the gas pumps. That's not where you want to be covered in gasoline. It sure isn't. And, like, this is very the stand. I've only read like the beginning of the stand. I keep trying to read it and then something happens and I don't. But like, there's this really good moment. I think Hap is the guy who owns the pumps and somebody, it's like Stu or somebody is like, Hap, you better turn off those pumps and like gets over to like very calmly turn off the gas pumps before somebody crashes into the entire gas station. But there's no Hap, the pumps are on. There is gasoline everywhere. Everywhere. It's funny that you say that because Rutger Hauer as um, Ryder really reminded me of, trash can man oh and i haven't met him yet but i know about him certainly not in the ezra miller sense we do not <laughs> not the ezra miller trash can nope. man but like nope, the nope, nope. mini series trash can man just like yeah, yeah. guy in a trench coat in the desert being out of control you know <laughs> there you go and while he is covered in gasoline we see Ryder sitting in his car lighting a match to smoke a cigarette <laughs> and like in incredibly slow motion <laughs> the match like falls into the gasoline and it seems like jim has like 10 minutes to run to his car (laughs) yeah he really makes it but also yeah let's discuss (laughs) so he's running through the gasoline yeah and he gets into his car and slams the door and starts to drive away and the gas station blows up yeah just simply blows up um but i would also like to point out (laughs) hey buddy your car is on fire his car is on so much fire. His car is so on fire. I'm like, certainly that has to be a problem that your car is ablaze, but it isn't because we move <laughs> on to the next scene. <laughs> no consequences for his whole car being on fire. Not not one. How did he put it out? We'll never know. <laughs> Piss. <laughs> he know. pissed his pants and it put the fire out. That's what happens to me when I drive. And they both drive away. So whatever. And now... Yeah. Now there's a woman getting off a bus. But what Jenny woman is J. it? It took me like a minute to recognize yeah, her. Yeah, she looks different. I didn't realize until a couple scenes in, I was like, wait a minute. There's only one woman in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's Jennifer Jason Lee. There's only one woman. No, she's fun. I, she doesn't make any sense. Her name is Nash. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she works at a diner. It would seem hard to say though. Yeah, she like is at her diner. And he like shows up covered in like dirt and gas and is like, let me in, let me in. And she's like, no, we're closed. And he's like, I have to call the cops. And she's like, okay. 
She's no. in an incredibly unsafe situation, alone I, like, at her diner before it opens, letting in a strange man drenched in gasoline, banging on the door, asking, yeah. like, you gotta work on how you're presenting yourself, Jim, if you want literally. to not scare her. Why did she do that? It's literally because he's cute. Yeah. It's because he's a cute yep. boy, and yep. they wrote her character very poorly, is why. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like while he's in there, she makes no fucking sense. It pisses she makes me off no how little sense. sense she makes. She loves this guy. Yeah, no, I like. I don't like her as a character. She just like no. was fun because it was like, what's she gonna do now? And she just <laughs> is Jennifer Jason Lee. So I'm like, ooh, exactly. I'm like, oh, I like her, her accent, and she's yeah. fun, and I like her. She has no personality. So like, he goes in, and I guess calls the cops, and they're like, wait there. And I was like, oh god, I bet that guy's a cop, but he's not. Don't worry. <laughs> But Jim goes to pee and like be anxious on the toilet. Fair. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Fair enough. Me. But when he comes out, she has cooked him a cheeseburger and fries. Why? Why did no. you make him a burger? She's like, yeah, it's going to be a while. The cops like respond real slow. And I'm like, why do you like this guy? Why are you making him a burger and fries the thickest steak fries i've ever seen mind yeah, you big. that's a whole potato per fry <laughs> potato. oh um, and she apologizes she apologizes to him for giving him a hard time a do not apologize and b you didn't literally you did not give him a, you gave him a very easy time you protested once then you said come in yeah and then gave him free lunch yeah what the fuck is this <laughs> and then he's like so tell me about yourself and she's like yeah i work at this diner and i don't have any interests and i don't really like being here and my uncle owns the place or my cousin owns the place and my uncle cooks the burgers and like other food but she only knows how to make a burger and then she's like yeah i guess we're kind of all interrelated and i'm like you mean like related <laughs> like, i beg your you mean, pardon like, literally related to each other <laughs> and then after that what happens okay this I, <laughs> okay <laughs> i actually i really liked this part i thought this was very well done and oh, it was amazing but he's sitting there eating his really thick fries and it was like as i was noticing how thick the fries are to set the scene it's framed in a really specific way where like the plate is below the shot yeah, yeah so yeah. you'll see like his hand dip down to pick up a fry and then you see like the fry come up from the bottom of the screen when he puts it in his mouth as he's eating them and then he brings his little hand down to pick up a fry, holds it up into frame. It's a fucking finger. I whose finger? How did this get? Uh, what are we talking? What do you mean a finger? How was it on the plate the whole time? How did Nash not see it? How did he not see it? How did this finger get here? And then he's like, "Oh God, he's here." What? What? Like where? Did he throw it in the fryer? It's not fried. It's not fried. It's raw. <laughs> it's fresh. He runs outside to barf some more also. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Which, like, every time he's barfing, it's fair. It's just funny that he barfs so much. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and then, like, immediately, like, these cowboy cops drive up. And, like, I'm not saying cops have to be in uniform. I don't know. But they're just, like, these two cowboy men in a cop car being like, get off the ground. And he's like, it's not me. It's not me. He's in there. And I'm like, how do you know? They are literally, like, they not only pull guns on him, they're full-on shooting at yeah, him. they're shooting at him. <laughs> Which, like, it's, it makes no sense to me because like he called 911 they arrive at the scene they see a man like throwing up outside they're like that's totally him <laughs> like what <laughs> literally he's on the ground he's getting cuffed literally what did he do but vomit is that illegal apparently because they start to arrest him and they shove him so hard onto the hood of the cop car i'm not kidding i think his foot came around back and kicked that guy in the head did you see that <laughs> i didn't see that but i believe you i think he literally kicked the second cop in the back of the head because <laughs> they're throwing him around so hard his little legs fly up behind him <laughs> crazy stay gold pony boy also they're like searching his pockets and i guess like somehow one of the cops like he finds a bloody switchblade and i wasn't clear yep. on if he accidentally opened it into his own hand or what no it's rider's knife covered in blood that rider slipped it's in rider's to... own knife yeah it's rider's bloody knife he like planted the evidence like, on him when i what? don't know the blood is still I wet and know, dripping whose finger is that 
I'm gonna lose sleep over this. I would have really liked it if we saw Ryder later and he was like missing a finger. Like oh he my God, cut off his own so finger to fuck with him. Good. That Very would be banshees of him. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. So Nash comes out to see like what all the commotion is about. And the cop says, half the state is looking for this freak. And I'm like, this freak? But yeah, like, why are they so certain? Beyond the shadow of a doubt that this little boy has killed, like, minimum five people. Yeah. Right. But they are. (laughs) This freak. But also, while they're searching Jim, like, his wallet is missing, his ID is gone, he has, like, no... So they believe that he's this mysterious man killing everybody because he can't prove that he's not because all of his identification is gone. And again, I'm like, when did Ryder have time to do that? To steal his wallet? He's doing elaborate sleight of hand. This is now you see me. Literally. It um, gets very jigsawy later, and we'll get to it. it. Does. They get him for vagrancy, and they bring him into yeah. the station because he has no money and no ID. They bring him into the station, and they're asking him questions, and they're like treating him as though he is guilty already, which, like, I'm not saying, like, yeah, no shit. Welcome to the that's what cops do. But, like, right. they're like, you sick fuck. And he's like, no. And they're like, you stole that car? And he's like, no, no. So here's the deal. I like really want to go to California for unspecified reasons. And I begged this place to take me there. And I, and he's like, I'm like a delivery driver. And I'm like, for a delivery driver, you sure crashed that puppy into a bus. He really did. Like, he sure, like drove that car while it was on fire. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, what are we doing? He's going to roll this thing up to California. And the guy's going to be like, yeah, I'm not paying for that. It smells of gasoline. This can't be safe. And there's blood everywhere. <laughs> and there's a finger in the back seat. What's going on? But they're going in on him so hard, like calling it's him crazy. names, being mean to him, as well as accusing him of murder. But then they like lock him up in a room. And the one head cop is like, yeah, he didn't do it. And I'm like, then what's all this? Yeah, they're like bullying him because he's like, okay, we'll call the company. They'll tell you who I am, yada, yada, yada. And the company's like office hours are closed. So they're like, well, clearly that's not going to like, we're not going to pursue that any further. And they're like, you only get one more chance. And I'm like, do you? And then he's like, well, call my brother. And they hang up after like five rings. And they're like, yeah. you're going in the slammer. And it's like, because my brother was shitting. Like, they give me a second. They don't even let it go to voicemail. No. This jail cell also made me laugh because it just looked so like comically scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's like graffiti all over the walls. Yeah. I was like, where's Bobby barking at him with that other guy? Literally. Scary intimidation barking in jail. That's my favorite moment from Twin Peaks. It's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. So he sleeps in his prison cell and has like prison nightmares, <laughs> wakes up very sweaty, <laughs> and then just like saunters out of his cell and yeah the <laughs> gates just open and you he's like oh that's not that. wrecking yeah like and like not to be like this like i know he was kind of wrongfully arrested but like if your cell door is open don't go out there he's meandering out there but then like the signs start pointing to something horrible yeah, having happened yeah. <laughs> because a his cell is open and he's walking around and there's just like phones ringing and everyone in the jail is gone it would seem yeah and then like a little germ when i say little he's a german shepherd he's a little big guy puppy. But because he's a, he's a puppy he was i got so, so nervous i got so oh, nervous I also got excited though because I thought the phone ringing was gonna be like, "Do you want to play a game?" Like I thought Jigsaw was gonna what happen. What in now. the Jigsaw? <laughs> and it should have. I was like, that'd make a really cool video game. Perhaps most troublingly though, he follows the dog into the room, and he like hears the dog eating something and looks around the corner, and the dog is eating the dead body of one of the cops. <laughs> which I don't think they do that. They I don't, don't think dogs do that. That's a cat thing. Cats will eat your dead body. So he leaps over like a desk really, really skillfully. He does that sideways leap that looks really easy, but there's no way it actually is. There's no way. (laughs) And he makes the probably correct assumption because he hears sirens in the distance and he's like, oh, they're 100% going to think I killed all these cops to escape, which is fair. But like, they're going to think that even more so now that you stole a gun and are fleeing the police station. Yep. Yeah, because like, not that I think they would listen to him if he tried to explain when they got there. But But at least your prince wouldn't be on a gun. It makes it so much worse that he did what he's doing. 
like running makes you look guilty i don't care if you're justified it makes you look i mean i care i guess but like oh yeah so he runs to some nearby gas station there's like a hundred gas stations in this movie and no people and this one time he does find people but they're two cops so he holds them at gunpoint which seems (laughs) like an even worse idea yeah seems like a pretty bad idea and it's like now he's the hitcher now he's like getting yeah. in the cop car and holding them at gunpoint you know yeah that's so and he's like we're gonna get in the car together real slow this is such a bad okay, thing buddy. to do so silly and also like he's like trying to call somebody and i'm like who are we gonna call he wants to use the radio to speak to the captain right. of the police force and it's like the cop gets a hold of uh like the secretary for the captain or something and he's like yeah we've been hijacked and she's like okay i'll put you on hold <laughs> what i didn't even realize she puts them on hold but eventually they do get the captain on the line and Jim is trying to explain what happened and through negotiations agrees to turn himself in. Uh, however, in that exact moment, <laughs> Ryder pulls up alongside the car and shoots and kills the police officers. Like in one go, I think. Yeah. So Jim has to like <laughs> leap from the back seat to the front of the car to like stop it from crashing. And he does, I guess, he stops the car and he gets out and he's like, I think that I should maybe kill myself about this. Right. And like, sorry, but fair enough. Yeah, he's like prepared to shoot himself. See, to me, it was like he like sees the sun peeking through the clouds and he's like, wow, I've never been depressed in my life. <laughs> it's almost like he saw a photo of a man smiling. That's oh, something in the Wikipedia synopsis is so funny. Let me find it. After briefly considering suicide, Jim reaches a cafe. (laughs) And he sure does go to a little cafe. And he's like, coffee, please. And the guy's like, it's brewing. He's like, I'm going to go sit in the booth. And the guy's like, okay. (laughs) And like, I get it. He's been through a lot, but he's kind of rude to this guy. And I'm like, this guy doesn't know what you've been through. Be nice to him, please. You don't have to be like chatty Kathy. Just don't. He's like, serve me in the booth. I'm like, fuck you. But as he is sulking in his booth, Ryder sits down across from him, don't know when or how he got here, (laughs) and he says, how do you like Shitsville? (laughs) What? What do you mean? Where are we? What even city are we in? What are you talking about? Are we in a different ville than before? Why do you hate this city so much? (laughs) Yeah, like, what's, what's up with you? What's anything about you, actually? I'm curious. This scene goes crazy. This scene does go crazy um, because he, he being Jim, has his little police gun. Like, by the way, why do men stick guns in their pants like that? They're like, I'm going to take this firearm and I'm going to point it directly at my little <laughs> dick. I'm like, stop it. Don't put that there. Blow off your shaft, dumbass. <laughs> um, anyway, he pulls it on him and he's like, I'm going to fucking shoot. And he says, like, I'm going to shoot your brains out of your ass, which doesn't really make sense. <laughs> That'd be a very particular, specific shot. Yeah, and like you're you've lined it up incorrectly, you know. Hilariously, Ryder like checks to see if there's really a gun down there, and he's like, "Oh, you got a gun, huh?" He doesn't say it like that. Ryder tells him he's like, "That gun's empty," but like you're like, "Is he lying? Is he telling the right. truth? Who knows? He's so unpredictable." Um, but he definitely was not lying because the, the gun is empty. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I guess he like says something threatening or like moves quickly and Jim goes to shoot him and the gun just clicks. Yep. And like, oh my God, Ryder's face like lights up. And he's probably, his face is lighting up because like how how scary for Jim, the gun's not going off. But also his face might be lighting up because he's like, I'm going to do something so <laughs> crazy right now. He said, I have an idea. I have two pennies <laughs> and I have a tongue and here's what I'm going to do about that. Um he leads in well because first jim says why are you doing this to me and Ryder responds by doing this (laughs) oh my god you're so right he licks one of the pennies and he like think he like puts it onto jim's eyelid and then he does it again with a second one and i said bro are we gonna kiss right now because it looks like they're gonna kiss right now for a minute and after putting the coins in his eyes, he says, you're a smart kid. You'll figure it out. No, he won't. And then and then he hands him the bullets from the gun in a napkin 
and leaves. What's his deal? What's his deal? I'm begging to know. He's like, here's some bullets and also this cool rock I found. Like, do you like me? Circle yes or no. So there, a bus pulls up and it's like, oh God, there's people. Um, so, <laughs> so Jim has the brilliant idea of like, I'm going to take these bullets and I'm going to hide in the bathroom of this bus. And that's going to go really, really well for me. But then somehow Nash is on the bus. And so his idea is to drag her into the bathroom to tell her that he didn't commit any crimes. And don't worry, because just in case she was nervous, he pulls out his gun and points it at her head and says, I'm not going to shoot anyone. I don't believe you. And then after like explaining his convoluted situation to her, she believes him. Yeah, and he's like, do you believe me? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. That's like, what indication has he given to her that he's not a dangerous, violent, murderous man based on everything she's seen of him? Why? Do, it's literally because he's pretty. Why does she believe him? This is so stupid. Yeah, and like, no, he's, and he is pretty, but like, he, there is no charisma. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like, he's pretty. He's just not, like, sexy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was, yeah. like, Ben Barnes, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, I also, like, let her pee. She yeah. doesn't get to pee. She went in there because she had to pee. I'm very mad. <laughs> so the cops pull up. <laughs> Hilariously, Nash is like, so what are you going to do? And he's like, I give up. And I'm like, yeah, I think you should have done that a hot minute ago, but that's fine. Yeah, so he does. He steps off the bus, and the cops are like, we want to kill you because you killed our friend. But it's the cop is like trying to provoke him into moving towards him so he can shoot him. Yep. And Nash is so enraged at this like violation of authority, like this like abuse of authority, that she decides she's gonna fucking risk it all for this dirty ass boy, picks up the gun that he dropped on his way out of the bus and like fires it into the air, I think. And just holds this gun on the cops. I'm like, why? Why is she like going for him so hard? Why is she like his number one defender? Like like, like, what if they had hooked up or something? At least I would have been like, all right. You know, it's like he just like scared her and like yelled at her in a bathroom and like showed up at her place of work and was just unpleasant and scary. And she's like, yeah, I would die for this man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, what if they were childhood friends? Yeah, anything. What if either of them had a personality? Anything. You know? And also all this is going on and Ryder is watching this all happen from afar. And then, yeah, and then he's like, oh, maybe I have a new protege. This girl seems batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry to call her batshit crazy, but what? Um, so their solution to their problem is to hijack a cop car and drive away. And yeah, there are cops following them. So the cops are shooting at them because they stole a cop car. Right. And like, yeah, and like also <laughs> threatened the cops. Right. So yeah, they're going to shoot at you. And then Jim is like, you should fire back at them. And she's like, I don't think I should. I don't want to shoot anybody. He's like, it's fine. Just <laughs> shoot at the tires. Don't worry about it. So she tries because she's a woman immediately drops the gun. Oh, yes. And so when that tactic isn't working, Nash is like, you should radio to the cops that like we're going to turn ourselves in. So he like fumbles with the radio and tries to communicate with the cops and the cars behind them being like, we're turning ourselves in, don't shoot. But those cops are too busy shooting at them to hear him <laughs> say that. And then he's like, oh, wait a minute. I know what to do. And he like Tokyo drifts. And then <laughs> in trying to pursue them, the two cop cars like flip over. <laughs> so you've just killed like what, four more cops now? The cars are flipping, the cars are exploding, the cars are crashing. It's out what? of control. Wait, I have a bit that I wanted to do. Hold on. <gasps> Tara, I have really bad news. <laughs> Please. Succession is confirmed to end with season four. No fucking way. I'm... Sick. This is the worst day of my life. This is the That's worst day of my life. Oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. Fuck this. No. 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 
that's ass fuck that this is the problem is like when shows are good they end them before they get bad but that means the show ends but i literally literally tears in my fucking eyes tears in my yeah, eyes you're right you're right I'm so sad <laughs> it's the best show that's ever existed are you joking <sighs> okay <laughs> should we take it again yeah i'm sorry do the joke no no <laughs> I'm so don't be sorry. sorry that's not your fault that that happened <sighs> so they're driving away from that car crash and then <laughs> helicopter helicopter like sincerely you think like as much as can be happening is already <laughs> happening because there's like consecutive car crashes going on but they're like driving up a hill and then over the crest <laughs> of the hill a helicopter emerges and then it's like they have to outdrive the helicopter right and like yeah. moments ago we see him accelerating to the point where the car is doing like 105 and then when we look at the speedometer again he's at 55 when he had time. What? Oh, I guess when he Tokyo drifted him. I don't know. Still, cars work. I'm just a girl. So the cops are shooting at them with a machine gun from the helicopter. Uh, but then Ryder <laughs> appears and starts shooting the cops out of the air in the helicopter. He takes down an entire helicopter with one handgun and like two bullets. The chopper falls out of the sky and explodes on the ground. All the other cop cars crash and flip and catch on fire. So they're like, you know what we should do now? Let's go to a motel. Okay, now we're going to pull over and sleep while the sun is still out. They decide to pull over and flee on foot, which does not make sense oh, to me. Oh, do they? That's funny. They run on foot to the hotel. Oh, yeah, because they're missing like a car door. <laughs> There is a beautiful sunset, though, while they're running on it's foot to the so motel. Pretty. So they're in the motel and they're like, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. They're like in there and then like they're they're on opposite sides of the room. And she's like, will you come sit by me? And he's like, OK. And then she goes to call her dad and he's like, you can't call your dad right now. Yeah, she really wants to call her dad. I'm like, I get it. But also, are you joking? Do not call also, your where dad. Where are you going on that bus? Aren't you running away from home? Are you, what, what's going on? Don't get your dad involved in this. Leave him alone. Um, so I thought they were going to have a sex scene, but they don't, thank fucking Christ. Yeah, they wake up fully clothed. Yeah, like over the covers. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, what's her nut? Nash is, like, visibly awake. Her eyes are clearly open. And he's like, Nash, are you awake? And she like closes her eyes and I was like, mood. Uh, but Nash pretends to be asleep and waits until Jim gets in the shower and then makes a phone call telling her dad where she is and like explaining like, no, he's a good guy. And once again, based on <laughs> what, what makes you think that? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know why she does that. Like, what does that serve? Pretty bad idea, but there's not a lot of time to ruminate on that because suddenly somehow in some way, Ryder is in the bed. He's in there. He has to be like a ghost. He can't be a real man. <laughs> Literally. There's and no also, way. Like, it seems like she's asleep again. Yeah, I don't understand the trajectory of events here. Because <laughs> she's like in her sleep, like moving around. Like she doesn't really, like she's like, and she like grabs his fingers and then she yeah. opens her eyes and she's like about to scream and he slaps his hand over her mouth. Bada bing, bada boom. Jim comes out of the bathroom. Nash is gone. And that's just great. I just have, oh my God, written. And I, so I don't yeah. remember exactly how. Let me fucking tell you what happens here. Oh my God. So Jim goes outside and there's... First of all, this really beautiful shot of him like in between two trucks and like the light is just reflecting off of the two trucks really yeah. beautifully and it just looks really cool. Uh, but he was quickly apprehended by two police officers. That's it's right. like, oh, they're going to arrest him. No, no, no. They're like, we need your help. Nash, that woman you were with, is gagged and tied up between a truck and a trailer hitch. Ryder is inside the truck, and if he releases the clutch on the truck, it will roll away, ripping her in half. What in the fucking jigsaw is going on here? That's like a medieval torture device. The movie took such a complete 
180 turn. I was so alarmed. She's going to be drawn and quartered. And I thought, I thought, no way. I'm like, he's going to get her out of this. There's no way they're going to actually do that. Literally. Guys. (laughs) But yeah, so basically the cops are like, well, we can't deal with this. We're going to get this (laughs) 17-year-old. This whole time, like, maybe I was misunderstanding the circumstances. Why don't we untie her? (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point. Why don't we just get in there real swift with, like, a chainsaw and solve this? He's in the truck. Surely you could just, like, what is she tied with? What's go? What? What? Why can't we untie her? Well, the cops can't open a door, so they certainly can't cut a rope, you know? Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, we're going to get this 20-year-old tops to get literally what the guy, it's it's the guy he talked to on the radio, like the mm-hmm. chief Eastermeyer, whatever the fuck. He has a name. I don't remember. Yeah. Eastridge. Something. Eastridge. Eastridge. You're so right. And he goes, now you get in there and see what you can do. What? Why? This is the same as like, uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Like, let's let the 17 year old boy drive the boat. He gets in there. It is out of control, dude. Sorry, keep going. Here's a gun. No, no. You're correct. It is out of control. He's (laughs) like, here's a gun. Shoot me with the gun. And he's like, yeah, I see what you're saying. I do. But if I do that, you will release the clutch and my girlfriend who I love and have things in common with will die. And he's like, I knew you didn't have the balls. And then he lets go of the clutch and we see Jennifer Jason Lee's like wrists break and she's dead. I could not believe they went through with that. Like, I don't mean to glaze over it or anything, but just like suddenly that's happening. I was like, because we cut away, so I'm like, surely they like got her out of there. But then we move on to a new scene. I'm like, oh my god, they ripped her apart. Yeah, she didn't deserve that. No, I mean, she didn't. Like, who does? But she especially didn't. She didn't I do know. anything. Literally, that's. There's a lot of fun facts about that scene. Actually, um, incredible on IMDb. It said executives tried to have the death of Nash softened and toned down. The studio even suggested softening her death by having a funeral. The filmmakers refused to back down and silver screen executives finally relented at the last minute. Um, And it says that this was Rutger Hauer's idea. The guy who played Ryder says that the original script would have had her be crushed by the truck against a wall. But Howard convinced the director to go with his idea, arguing that audiences would be more disturbed by the sound of a revving engine after watching this scene. That's genius. True. <laughs> and like, again, like, it's not a brief scene. Like he like releases the clutch a little bit and she's screaming and everything. But it's I just like I, uh, I was so uh, shocked. I thought no like, way. I just don't I don't I don't. I thought no way. And it's just like I'm I'm so frustrated because there's no clarity for me. He's like right. Cause it's like, like, I understand it's like, I want you to kill, like, she's going to die no matter what he does. And like, yeah. I get that, but like, why, like, it doesn't, why does it matter other than that? It's a human life. And like, it matters for that reason. But like, do you know what I mean? Like what Ryder's reasoning is? Yeah. It's like, what are we doing dog? He just wants Jim to stop him. And Jim is not stopping him. He, he doesn't. He sure isn't. But so we fade to black after drawing and quartering the love interest of this movie. <laughs> Um, and then we're in the police station and the cops are like cleaning Jim up. And he says to him, I can't tell you how sorry I am for him. You're yeah, sorry you for mean? him. Shut up. Are <laughs> you kidding woman me? was just drawn and quartered. So this one cop is like, uh, he can't hear us in here. And it's like a two way mirror. And they're like, what's your name? And he's not saying anything because Ryder never says anything. Yeah. And like earlier at one point, they're like, what's this guy's name? And he can't remember because he's had a very hard day. Yeah. And then suddenly he goes, John Ryder. And on the other side of the two-way mirror, John Ryder's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then the captain brings Jim into the interrogation room. And I don't think that's a very good or safe or smart idea. No, and like you're right because the thing that happens next is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jim like saunters over to John, who's just like gleeful. He's having a great time. He's so happy at this turn of events. He really is. <laughs> and oh my god! And I wrote, "I want to shake your hand." That's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. Because Jim's like, "Shake my hand," and so fucking Ryder with his little handcuffed hands like <laughs> takes Jim's hand inside of his two hands. 
and then jim hawk's like the biggest loogie in the world <laughs> like they, there's like gray and phlegmy and weird it's a tsunami of spit like, it is it is gallons of spit and Ryder says hmm moisturizer and like rubs it in his little face with his little fingers so fucking gross oh so they ask him where he's from and he goes disneyland okay, <laughs> yeah all right from disneyland rubbing spit on his face we get it we get it whatever i'm weird What's going i'm on? a weirdo <laughs> you see this hat so they load Ryder onto a prison bus and Eastridge, the captain, is giving Jim a ride. And Jim does what Jim does best, make every situation worse by pulling a gun on a police officer. Like, the number of times he does exactly that in this movie. Literally, at least shocking. twice. Shocking. Twice at a minimum. I said, Jim, no, what have we learned? <laughs> And so this was like the only thing where I was like, oh, that's kind of something. Because on the prison bus, um, Ryder's also eyeing up a cop's gun. And it's like, oh, they think like each other now. Yeah. Which I think would have been really interesting and exciting to me if I hadn't seen NBC Hannibal, where the whole mm. thing is like, guess what a murderer can do? Turn you into a murderer. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> but the cop reacts hilariously because he just pulls the car over and he turns to Jim and he says, what's on your mind? <laughs> really does do that so i guess jim like kicks him out he's like no i'm gonna go vigilante justice yeah. on this one actually and he's like, like you don't need to be a part like, of this okay <laughs> he's like i know what i have to do and i'm like i know what you don't have to i you know do you know what you have to do i think he's just Put winging it gun. <laughs> i think he's Stop really this. flying by the seat of his pants yeah so he's driving looking for the prison bus i guess finds it very quickly it <laughs> can't yeah. be that far away he's right behind it <laughs> so Dude. What John Ryder does. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he gets a shotgun, I think. I don't yeah. remember. Which I didn't see him eyeing the cop, so imagine my surprise when like the back of the <laughs> bus door opens and John Ryder has a shotgun. <laughs> what he does next will shock you. <laughs> he leaps out of the back of the bus directly through the windshield of Jim's car. <laughs> like into the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> through the windshield completely through the windshield for why it gets even better because after careening through the windshield jim slams on his brakes so Ryder flies back oh through God. the windshield onto the road <laughs> he's like a fucking rag doll men through windshields cinematic universe i'm telling you so i'm sorry there's nothing funnier to me than a man flying through a glass window apparently it's really funny <laughs> just like especially like so unprompted like they have been the last two movies <laughs> it's just like they really want to jump through yes! glass like they've not been thrown they no. have bodily launched themselves into an entire pane of glass they made the decision to do that so he goes flying out and then <laughs> in the wise words of quenlin blackwell hit me hit me with your car <laughs> but jim doesn't want to do that because of course he doesn't why would you want to run this guy up doesn't he try does he do it am i wrong so Ryder gets up from the road and picks up his gun and jim's engine is stalling like he's trying to either drive away or run oh. him over but the car won't turn on and that's bad and so Ryder's just like taunting him he finally gets the car to start and he slams into Ryder. he hits That's him so, so fucking hard with the car i was he, like, like so out spins of in the air and hits the ground and like for a second still seems kind of fine yeah that's right he's like breathing and you're like, like he huh? seems okay but then there's like blood pouring out of his mouth and he does appear to die don't raise your glass too soon the killer always comes back for one last scare so jim gets out of the car and he's like all right let's see and he's got his he's because he also has a shotgun because i guess there's a shotgun inside the car there's I don't a know. lot of guns there's floating a lot of around. guns so he's he's prodding um Ryder's body with the gun and then he's just sort of like mussing with his hair a little bit it's very funny to me and he's like cool must be super dead so he turns around to start to walk away and then Ryder just like stands up behind him and like throws a pair of handcuffs at him yeah he's like pay attention to me literally i said 
okay, what's all this then? But like the answer is not really anything. Not a whole lot. <laughs> because then Jim whips around and shoots him like four times in the chest. Yeah. So that does him. Yeah, shoots him. He's down on the ground. I guess we can assume he's dead for real because Jim just goes over to lean on his car and the credits roll and the movie's fucking over. Okay. It just ends. Like, that happens and it's over. That's like, it. What is this movie about? What no happened? No resolution. What the um, fuck? Final thoughts on The Hitcher, Tara? I had fun. Like, okay. It's Whatever. Like- way more like violent not necessarily graphic but just like disturbing and upsetting in a ways yeah. i didn't think it would be it was just kind of like what huh it's like, like it's really brutal it's brutal is what it is yeah it's but it's also like kind of silly yeah it's ridiculous like i just <sighs> i enjoyed it i enjoyed I it did. Overall. i had a good time i was just sort of like it ended and i was like okay what? It really, there's like no beginning and no end. Like the whole yeah. movie is middle of the movie. It's just, and like, I don't, like, I'm not against movies like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I love when we're just like off to the races, like no preamble. Yeah, like, it's like shit's okay, just happening. He's in his car and he's going to kill him. Got it. Simple. And it doesn't have to have some final culmination. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't need a, like, this is what it's all about. Except that, like, there was just nothing satisfying to me personally yeah. about what went on here. Like, like, I don't know, to dangle in front of our faces. You're a smart guy. You'll figure out why I'm doing this. And then, like, the answer is kind of just like, oh. he's not smart mm. enough, apparently. Yeah. Like, I literally wrote, I was like, well, I'm not. So can you explain, please? Yeah, honestly. Talk to me slow. Like, I'm dumb. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He could have just been like, I don't know. And then it would have been like, okay, there's no real. Which, like, I don't, but I guess, like, weird. that's scarier because it's like he was just a freak and just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah. End of movie. You know, I think, that w- I think this would have hit me a lot harder if we hadn't seen Duel. <laughs> yeah, fair. They're very similar in a lot of ways. It's literally just like men in cars are scary. And it's like, yes, I have felt that way for a long time. Men in cars are scary. Tara, <laughs> what do you think the Bravo TV network chose as the 30? What was this? 34th? Yeah, the 34th scariest movie moment of all time. All time. Forever. It's got to be drawn quartering. Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 There's like one guy who mentions the finger scene. He's like, that freaked me out. But everyone else is like, yeah, when the woman is drawn and quartered. Do you have a different scariest moment or is that yours too? No, that was pretty fucking scary. That was pretty bad. Yeah. It's a bit disturbing for me. <laughs> it's a bit chilling. It's a little upsetting. Um, I actually will say him getting into the bed with her and holding her was very upsetting as well. For sure. That's a good point. That's an Didn't excellent point. like that point. at all. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't messing with that. No, absolutely. Because, <laughs> like, what did that do for him? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't... Yeah, but, like, what? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, all of a sudden, he's also, like, a sex maniac, kind of. I'm like... But he's kind of... Because he doesn't. He just, like, not, yeah, grabs her. He's just, like, weird. I was like, okay, was he not held enough as a baby? What are we doing? Don't know. Don't know. Anyway, I don't like that. <laughs> but Rutger Hauer himself is in the special, and he says that when he got the role, the director like gave him a book about Ted Bundy and was like, read this and see if it does anything for you. Oh, my God. And his exact words, he says, I read this, and I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to <laughs> do that. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to play reality. This is a movie. It's pretend. <laughs> He's so right for that. But just him going, ugh. This sucks. It was so funny. I love that. That's incredible. <laughs> also, hilariously, uh, Robert Englund is in this segment. <gasps> Baby. And he calls, what's his name? Ryder. Calls Ryder a great villain and says, he's got that great, big, interesting head. <laughs> what did that mean? Is his head big? <laughs> I don't know. He's got a nice jaw. I like didn't notice him having an especially big head. He's yeah, I just was like, oh, good jawline, go off. And just because like the way he said it, he like paused right before head. So I'm like, oh, interesting what? And he's like, big head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also the triumphant return of the Coors Light twins. Finally. And it's one of them going, Rutger, you are twisted. You are mad. And I'm like, he didn't do it. <laughs> it's not him. <laughs> He's acting. <laughs> maybe she just found out that he suggested the drawn at quartering of it all. Honestly, because it's a similar thing to the Cape Fear segment where like they're not 
they talk about the scene a little bit, but it's mostly just people being like, Rutger Hauer is scary, man. <laughs> hey, Riley. Hi, Tara. What movie are we watching next week? Next week, we're watching a movie from the year 1986, directed by David Cronenberg, and it's called The Fly. <gasps> oh my <laughs> god! Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff That's Goldblum. That's fucking go! I'm so oh, excited. I cannot wait. I'm gonna vomit. I'm because I've never seen it. I think it's gonna really me upset either. me. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna really upset you. Yeah, holy shit. And I just know it's gonna be disgusting. I know. I think my mom really likes this movie or is really scared of this movie. One of the two. <laughs> this is gonna be some body horror. Um, if like, you are unfamiliar with The Fly, allow me to read the brief description here um, from Letterboxd. When Seth Brundle makes a huge scientific and technological breakthrough in teleportation, he decides to test it on himself. Oh. Unbeknownst to him, a common housefly manages to get inside the device and the two become one. This is going to be foul. This is going to be tough. I'm going to throw up. I bet I'm placing a bet now that I will cry while we're recording. <laughs> if I cry when we were recording fair. Creep Show, I'm gonna cry while we record The Fly. <laughs> well, if you want to keep up with us uh, on our journey to watching The Fly, boo! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fright Your Life, and you can follow Riley and I on our individual Twitters at Riley Cassidy One and at Tara Elwood, respectively. And join us next week as we try to give you the, the fright, fright of your of life your life <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>